A major survey from Pew Research reveals that most Americans do not see religion as the only path to eternal life. Is this religious tolerance or watered-down faith? And on today's Focus on the Family, Dr. James Dobson says Barack Obama is distorting the Bible. We'll analyze his statements and ask a black pastor if African-American evangelicals will support him anyway. This is Jerry Johnson live from Criswell College. Join us as we look at today's news from the Christian worldview for Christ and culture. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. That's one small step for man. One December 7th, 1941, a date which will live in infamy. I have a dream. It depends upon what the meaning of the word is. Yes. And the people who knock these buildings down will hear all of us soon. We will not tire. We will not falter. And we will not fail. Welcome to Jerry Johnson Live. For the next hour, this is your place for relevant discussion of topics in the news and in our culture from a Christian perspective. Your host is Dr. Jerry Johnson, president of Criswell College and Criswell Communications. Later in the show, we'll open the toll-free lines for your questions and comments. You may also email us at talk at jerryjohnsonlive.com. Now, here's your host, Dr. Jerry Johnson. That is a fruitcake interpretation of the Constitution. Uh, this is why we have elections, to support what we believe to be wise and moral. We don't have to go to the lowest common denominator of morality, which is what he is suggesting. All right, who is that and who is he talking about? That is Dr. James Dobson blasting Barack Obama today on his radio program, for what he called distortions of the Bible and a fruitcake, a fruitcake, nobody likes the fruitcake, a fruitcake interpretation of the Constitution. And uh, Dobson went on to say he's dragging biblical understanding through the gutter, and he says he's picking a lowest common denominator of morality. So Dobson calling Obama on the carpet today uh, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk with a black pastor later in the program to see his reaction to Dobson's critique of Obama. We're going to ask you to weigh in in just a moment. Also, a survey released by the Pew Forum on Religion and Public Life was done on actually a very large sample of people, 36,000, and it reveals that overwhelming majorities of Americans believe in God. Here's the interesting part. Seven in ten believe that theirs is not the only religion that leads to eternal life. Now, the New York Times has interpreted this as religious tolerance, and they say it's a good thing. But the question is, is it? Does this signal ignorance on the part of Americans about their faith? We're going to talk about that later in the program. All right. Breaking news today. Dr. James Dobson really did uh, lower the boom on Barack Obama on his broadcast. By the way, if you're a KCBI listener, you can listen to the whole program at 8 o'clock tonight. Again, a rebroadcast. But uh, let's set the stage here and uh, allow Dr. Dobson in context uh, his critique of Barack Obama. This is Dr. Dobson with Tom Menry today. Uh, today's show was paid for focus, by Focus on the Family Action. It's not his normally 5013C, but uh, a different organization. So uh, 
Uh, he's safe politically, and we are reporting this as news today. It is the headline on Drudge Today and many other uh, news websites. Listen carefully to Dr. James Dobson. A couple of years ago, Senator Obama gave a uh, speech that I didn't hear at the time, and uh, it hasn't gotten an awful lot of uh, press coverage since then. But it has showed up on the Internet and has gone viral. Uh, people are talking about about it, and I show up in that speech. I never knew that uh, I had come under fire uh, there, and uh, I think that's a good place, Tom, to uh, start our discussion here, because this speech is about uh, Barack Obama's views on religion and government, and it is very telling. Uh, why don't you introduce it? Let me quickly introduce a speech he gave at something called the uh Call to Renewal, Covenant for a New America, a gathering of religious leaders. This was a conference held on June 28, 2006. And before he diminishes you, Dr. Dobson, on the subject of religion, he diminishes uh, religion itself. Uh, play that first cut and let's listen to him. Ninety percent of us believe in God. Seventy percent affiliate themselves with an organized religion. Thirty-eight percent call themselves committed Christians. Substantially more people in America believe in angels than they do in evolution. Notice he said 70% of the people identify with an organized religion. That organized religion they identify with is the Christian religion, the Judeo-Christian tradition. Now, he uh, allows that 38% are identified as committed Christians, but that's a smaller number than the entire body of people who identify as Judeo-Christian. So he's he's not even acknowledging the strong Judeo-Christian tradition. Then yeah. he later in the speech, he says, whatever we once were, we are no longer just a Christian nation. We are also a Jewish nation, a Muslim nation, a Buddhist nation, a Hindu nation, and a nation of non-believers. Well, I say, excuse me, 76% of the people identify themselves as Christian. There are only six-tenths of 1% who are Muslim, seven-tenths of 1% who are Buddhist, four-tenths of 1% who are Hindu. That's from last year's Pew Forum on Religion and Public Life religious survey. So he's diminishing the idea that people of Christian faith have anything to say. All right, Barack Obama has been getting a free ride on this, Penna, in that uh, he talks religious. He says he's not a Muslim. He is a Christian. Um, but uh, this speech, and uh, I have to say, we've been ahead of the curve here on Jerry Johnson Live. Mm -hmm. We have played excerpts on this speech time and time again. I'm glad to see this speech getting major traction, because I think this speech raises major concerns about Obama's version, if you want to call it that, of Christianity, and his view of, of church and state. Uh, altogether. Well, I agree, Dr. Dobson, because now not only people that uh, normally listen to Dr. Dobson, but also people that read the Drudge Report or, or who get their news from there now will be aware of this. And I think, uh, you know, later in the program, we're going to talk with Bishop Harry Jackson. I think it's important because we've heard from a lot of African-American Christians, and they really identify themselves as Christians who support Obama because they're very excited about a black candidate and they see him as fresh and new. And I think to get the newness and the freshness and the 
change thing out there and defined is a very good thing. All right, the breaking story today, again, Dr. James Dobson devoting his hour-long or 30-minute program on the family to a critique of Barack Obama. Did he go overboard? Is it over the top? Or is it just about right? Let's go back to that broadcast. You need to hear more of what the Dobson had to say. He's talking with Tom Minery. This is Dr. James Dobson. They continue critiquing Obama's speech. And uh, it seems that he's taken a direct shot at the Defense Department as if Jesus, as if Paul, as if the New Testament writers had nothing to say about real good and real evil in the world. And we have to know the difference. I, I think he is dragging biblical understanding through the gutter. I just don't know whether he's doing it willfully or accidentally. I think he's deliberately distorting the traditional understanding of the Bible to fit his own worldview, his own confused theology. Well, that's exactly what he's doing. And there's another clip that gives everybody an understanding of his notion of morality, which is equally distorted. I do not believe that religious people have a monopoly on morality. I would rather have someone who is grounded in morality and ethics and who is also secular affirm their morality and their ethics and their values uh, without pretending that there's something they're not. They don't need to do that. See, he's saying that moral people do not have to be religious people, but religion is the grounding, the foundation for morality. Let me read what George Washington said about that. Of all the dispositions and habits which lead to political prosperity, religion and morality are indispensable supports. That's our first president. Our second president, John Adams, said our Constitution was made for a moral and religious people. It is wholly inadequate for the government of any other. That's Tom Menry. That voice is Tom Menry speaking with Dr. James Dobson. Today, they did a critique of Barack Obama on the Bible, on church and state, and it's really, again, uh, making all the major news outlets today. Uh, this is a speech we covered some time ago here on Jerry Johnson Live, but uh, we believe that uh, you need to weigh in on this because uh, we have played some of these cuts. We're going to play them again later. Uh, you've heard a couple of the cuts already of Barack Obama. Uh, we have other uh, pieces of sound that you'll want to hear later. What does Obama say, really, about so-called gay marriage or homosexual marriage? What does he say about Paul and Jesus? What does he say about America not being a Christian nation? Does this concern you? Now, let's go back. We've got time for one more soundbite. Uh, this is Dr. Dobson explaining Barack Obama on religion, morality, abortion, and his worldview. Related to that, Tom, there is another comment in Senator Obama's speech that is of incredible importance in understanding his worldview. And it's going to be kind of difficult to explain. I ask people to really uh, stay with me here. Uh, he's trying to make the case that it is anti-democratic to believe or fight for moral principles in the Bible that are not supported by people of all faiths or presumably by those of no faith. Let's listen to what he had to say. Democracy demands that the religiously motivated translate their concerns into universal rather than religion-specific values. What do I mean by this? It requires that their proposals be subject to argument and amenable to reason. 
I may be opposed to abortion for religious reasons, to take one example, but if I seek to pass a law banning the practice, I can't simply point to the teachings of my church or evoke God's will. I have to explain why abortion violates some principle that is accessible to people of all faiths, including those with no faith at all. What the senator is saying there, in essence, is that I can't seek to pass legislation, for example, that bans partial birth abortion because there are people in the culture who don't see that as a moral issue. And if I can't get everyone to agree with me, it is undemocratic to try to uh, pass legislation that uh, I find offensive to the Scripture. Now, that is a fruitcake interpretation of the Constitution. Uh, This is why we have elections, to support what we believe to be wise and moral. We don't have to go to the lowest common denominator of morality, which is what he is suggesting. Uh, Remember, Tom, that Senator Obama is a man who, while he was in the state legislature, did not oppose the killing of babies who were aborted, but then somehow came into the world alive. That, to him, was a moral position. Uh, To me, it's anathema. Am I required in a democracy to conform my efforts in the political arena to his bloody notion of what is right with regard to the lives of tiny babies? What he's trying to say here is, unless everybody agrees, we have no right to fight for what we believe. I thank God that that's not what the Constitution says. All right, you're listening to Jerry Johnson live with Pennedexter, and you've just been hearing Tom Minery and Dr. James Dobson critiquing today Senator Barack Obama, Democrat candidate for President of the United States. What do you think of this critique? 800-881-9270. We're going to take your calls. Dobson says... Obama deliberately distorting the Bible. Dobson says he has a confused theology. Dobson says Obama has a fruitcake interpretation of the Constitution. What do you think? 800-881-9270. Obama says America not a Christian nation. What do you think of that? 800-881-9270. And what does this have to do with today's Dallas Morning News cover story, quote, on religion, there are few absolutes. This is Jerry Johnson Live with Pennedexter. We're going to take your calls when we come back. I thought my life was too busy to get a master's degree, but Criswell College makes it easy. Did you know that you can now get a Master of Divinity degree in just one day a week? If I can fit this into my schedule, I know you can too. Come to Criswell College on Mondays and increase your education for more effective ministry. With concentrations in pastoral ministry, evangelism, Jewish studies, counseling, philosophy, and more, you can build your personal ministry with a master's degree or go on to get your doctorate. You'll study with some of the most distinguished professors in the nation and get plenty of hands-on experience outside the classroom. All it takes is one day a week. Come join me and my friends on the Criswell College campus and get your Master of Divinity degree. One day, one place. MDiv Monday at Criswell College. Call us at 800-899-0012 or check us out at criswell.edu 
That's chriswell.edu. Invest in God's kingdom and in yourself through the Chriswell College. See us on the web at chriswell.edu. That's chriswell.edu. You're listening to Jerry Johnson Live. Now here's your host, Dr. Jerry Johnson, president of Criswell College and Criswell Communications. There are some folks who, coming out of the church, uh, have you know, elevated one line in Romans uh, above the Sermon in the Mount. All right, that's Barack Obama saying that you can't quote Romans when it comes to marriage because somehow Jesus nullified Paul's critique of homosexuality Jesus nullified it in the Sermon on the Mount. He's absolutely wrong about that. And that's why Dr. James Dobson today said he's deliberately distorting the Bible. He has a confused theology, and not only that, a fruitcake interpretation of the Constitution. That's Dr. James Dobson Penna. It's all over the media today. Uh, This critique of Obama on religion theology in the Bible, but also his understanding of church and state. It's been a little frustrating, Dr. Johnson, because Barack Obama has this sort of persona that's messianic, and he has attracted, I think, Christians because of it, uh, and they don't understand what his theology really is. That's why we have tried to bring this to light, and I'm glad that Dr. Dobson is doing Mm. it with his national stage. His tone is preacherly and pious and has Mm -hmm. religious feelings. Uh, but uh, the substance is not Orthodox Christianity. We want to know what you think. 800-881-9270. Let's go to those calls now. We've got Roderick from Fort Worth. Roderick, what do you make of Dr. Dobson's critique of Obama? How are you doing, Dr. Johnson and uh, Penna? Uh, basically, uh, my thing is what I gathered from it was is that we've got to understand that any God that caters to our own wants and needs and desires is not God at all. It's a God that we created in our own imagination, and we think that it might be God, but if it's, it's catering to what we want and desire, it's not God at all. And I'm, I'm Hey, Roderick, Roderick, could you turn your radio off? We're getting a feedback there. If you turn your radio off, that'll help us a little bit. Let, okay. let me ask you this question. Do you feel like Obama is uh, customizing and catering his theology, or that Dobson and traditional evangelicals are? He's making it suit his own needs and whims because he's basing off his own intellect. And God is a God independent of us. He's God all by himself. He doesn't need us to add anything to what he's already said and who he is. You know, what you've said is exactly Paul's argument in Romans, is that uh, they knew the truth, but they suppressed it and created their own truth. And that's what that but is. But Obama the, doesn't like that passage. <laughs> I know he doesn't. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm African American too. And I'm proud that our country can elect somebody that's black and yes. they can look beyond yes. race. But I'm like, right is right and wrong is wrong. Mm. And, you know, I, I see these pastors and these churches, you know, a lot of other churches that my family go to. I'm like, this man supports abortion. And everything is contrary to what mm. God said. How's your pastor having y'all? go and support this man. I don't understand that. May your tribe increase, Roderick. I think you're a prophet. Thank you for calling so much. Let's go to line two. We've got Luz from Columbia. Thank you for calling. What's your view? Hi, how are you? And uh, American people, um, let me tell you, I'm not American. I love America. And for me, I feel really hurt that uh, such a fight, so many years, so many centuries 
with a great constitution, with a great really feeling for life in all around the world. And now you have uh, a killing of 4,000 tiny Americans daily. Daily, 4,000 Americans are killing the womb of the mothers. And that the Mr. Obama, because he, is, uh, he comes from a Muslim uh, country or whatever, I respect their own beliefs, but uh, it's not fair that after you fight so much for life, now you are killing your own people. 4,000 Americans daily are they are dying. You Thank know? you. So let's just bring up the point of abortion. America has been pro-life. Now, I want to say Obama said, look, uh, we're not going to base morality on religion, but universal principles, reason, argument. But uh, the Declaration of Independence says we hold these truths to be self-evident, self-evident truths that all men are created equal and endowed with certain inalienable rights, among these the right to life. That is a self-evident truth. It's a universal truth, the founders said, the right to life. So the pro-life position is based upon the founders saying this is a self-evident truth. You know, it's interesting because we're finding out today, we've known this, but this is being now publicized, that Obama is not only eviscerating the Bible and the Scripture, but also the Constitution. And the two, you know, the Constitution is sort of informed by the biblical beliefs of the founders, and also by natural law. But in a sense, it goes beyond just uh, the Scripture now. He is also trying to claim the Constitution, but he's really wiping it out. All right, this is Jerry Johnson live with Penn Dexter. We're talking about the breaking news story today. Dr. James Dobson, devoting his program to a critique of Barack Obama. He says that Obama is distorting deliberately the Bible. He has a confused theology and a fruitcake understanding of the Constitution. What do you think about it? Let's go to George on the line from Dallas. George, thank you for calling. What's your view? Hi, thank you for giving me this opportunity. Uh my first, my, my view is in, in two parts. The first part is, uh, as evangelicals, uh, we, can, we, we cannot judge uh, uh, Mr. Obama's uh, faith or view of the Bible. Why not? It's like, it's like any denomination uh, criticizing another denomination for, his, uh, for its view of, of how the Bible is to be interpreted. Didn't the Apostle Paul or Jesus, uh, didn't the Apostle John judge uh, heresy in, in their writings? Yeah, I don't understand that, but it's just like, you know, we have the Catholic today, the, the Protestant, the Evangelicals, you know, those are, those, they have some, some, you know, differences in how they, they look at the Bible. But I just don't want to argue that, you know, that argument. My second, my second point is, uh, what I understood of what Mr. Obama said is that as a, as a Christian, as a Christian lawmaker, for, for us in America to submit a law for the people to pass it, we have to submit a, a, you know, a, a Christian law, of course, but we have to point out and put an emphasis on the benefits for all the people. Since the country is not a theocracy, we have to put to emphasis on the benefits that all the... Even that's yeah, true. You have to sell it to the people, yeah. but you yeah, can sell true. a ban on partial birth abortion to most people. That's true, George, but you know, that's the utilitarian argument that you're making there. Bentham and Mill essentially saying the greatest good for the greatest number. That's the way politicians talk today. But we can also go back to the Declaration, which says there's some things more fundamental than the greatest good for the greatest number, and that is these self-evident 
God-given rights. Government can't give them. Government can't take them away. Among these, the right to life. Don't you believe that protects the unborn human being in the womb? What do you think of that? Oh, I, I, believe, he's, I believe he's wrong on that argument. But the only thing that I encourage is that he's strong enough to be bold and put out his ideas because we have a lot of people that will not even express what they believe and how they believe. The only thing is, as a politician, we have to accept when we have other proposals on hand uh, is to consider them and to go for the stronger argument. All right, thank you, George. We're about out of time there. Uh, we just got to keep moving. We've got so many callers on the line. Deborah from North Richland Hills, uh, do you agree with Obama or do you agree with Dobson? Hi, Dr. Johnson and Penna. I agree with um, Dr. Dobson's um, point of what he was trying to say. However, we know we're supposed to speak the truth in love, and he shouldn't have called him a fruitcake. Well, now, he did say he has a fruitcake interpretation of the Constitution. He, he didn't make it personal. <laughs> okay, well, you, you know what I mean. Um, okay. But in, and then my second point on that is uh, he said that Obama is deliberately deceiving. Oh. My experience of people who walk in deception, most of them don't even know they're deceived because they are deceived. So I don't know if he's deliberately doing it. He obviously doesn't know the whole truth. And we as Christians just have to continue to speak the truth in love. You know, he that's may be mistaken point. about that. I think that's probably a good word, Deborah. The fact is he sat under that heretic, Jeremiah Wright, for 20 years and heard him mouth all of this stuff, and he's the preacher, he's the theologian, he's the expert, and uh, he's just mouthing, parroting the liberal, pro-abortion, social gospel, black liberation theology, pseudo-gospel that he's heard for 20 years, and uh, that is not the gospel, but he thinks that it's... So as he's distorting it, perhaps it's not deliberate. You may be right about that. Let's go to Jeremy from Dallas. Thank you for calling. What's your take? Jeremy, you're on the air. Let's move over to Olita from Plano. Olita, you're on the air. Olita, are you there? Okay, sounds like we're dropping some calls here, but let's go to line three, Marta from Terrell. One more try here. Marta, what do you think about Dobson versus Obama? I wholeheartedly agree with Dr. James Dobson. I have supported his ministry for years and just always on target with my Christian beliefs, biblical beliefs. Uh, I wanted to make a comment about Barack Obama's statement, too, that he made about uh, specifically that everybody has to agree before something could be pushed or passed. Well, nobody is always going to be in agreement. That's impossible. There's always going to be people that are going to disagree. That's just like saying everybody has to agree on the same kind of music. I mean, it's not going to happen. So that's a ludicrous statement from It's him. the majority on many laws. It's the majority of Congress that passes the law. That's just the way we're set up. Yeah, the slaves would have never been freed with that rationale because the exactly. uh, majority exactly. of the people probably didn't want it, but Lincoln and, and others did it as a matter of principle. Uh, and, of course, the Supreme Court has um, consistently <laughs> ruled against the majority and many exactly. times for the betterment of the country as a matter of justice. Thank you so much, Marta, for calling. Folks, when we come back, we're going to set the plate again. What are we talking about? Dr. James Dobson today, really going after Barack Obama on his program. And uh, this is taking the nation by storm. We want to know what you think about it. Now, to know that, you'll want to hear it. So we're going to play a couple of sound bites when we come back. Dr. Dobson critiquing Barack Obama. 
And we've also got some original sources. We're going to play What Does Barack Obama Say About Marriage? What Does Barack Obama Saying About America Not Being a Christian Nation? Or Being a Hindu Nation? Or a Muslim Nation? You'll want to hear that when we come back. It's Jerry Johnson Live with Pennedexter. You're listening to Jerry Johnson Live. Now here's your host, Dr. Jerry Johnson, president of Criswell College and Criswell Communications. Whatever we once were, we are no longer a Christian nation. All right, that's Barack Obama. He went on to say something about us being a Muslim or a Hindu nation. So we're going to look at that in just a minute. But the breaking story today that we're talking about, Dr. James Dobson says that Barack Obama is deliberately distorting Scripture. He has a confused theology, and he has a fruitcake understanding of the U.S. Constitution. And we want to know really what this has to do with this uh, cover story in the Dallas Morning News uh, which says today, according to a Pew poll, quote, on religion, there are few absolutes. We're going to get to the poll in a few minutes, but let's go now to this Dobson story. We've got lots of people waiting to talk about this. Dawn is in Kaufman. Dawn, thanks for calling in. Well, I think it's interesting that you just talked about absolutes, because what I was going to say was that absolute truth is absolutely true. And so if we're going to have any kind of a argument against abortion or the others, we don't have to solely depend on our faith. The truth is still the truth. We know that a baby has brain waves at six weeks yes. after conception. It's still a person. So we don't have to depend totally on our faith. But I do agree with Dobson when he says that, that the Constitution says that our faith does have merit and that there's certain moral things that are absolutely true. Absolutely. Thank you so much. We appreciate your call, Don. Let's go now to uh, Archie in Sherman. Archie, thanks for calling in. Good, good evening. Go ahead. I, what I'm calling about is that I, I don't see where in God's holy word that God called any preacher to be involved in a political situation like a uh, uh, preacher. Well, Jim God. Dobson isn't a preacher. He's a radio host. He's, He's a psychologist. Radio. He has a Ph.D. I mean, in child psychology. Okay, thank you so much he's for calling, really, He's Archie. formed a nonprofit organization, yeah. and he has just as much right as anybody else to speak out. Yeah, and I think John the Baptist would find this strange. He said to Herod, you're not supposed to be taking your brother's wife. Of course, he got his head chopped off for that. But in any case, he did confront, and many of those Old Testament prophets confronted the kings. I've just been reading Samuel and Kings and Chronicles, and that was the task of the Old mm-hmm. Testament prophets. So anyway, let's go now to Olita and Plano. What's your view? Hello. Hey, uh, Alita. Hello. Yes, you're on the air. Okay. I agree with Dr. Dobson, and I'm glad to hear him speaking out so strongly. And, yes, I think he should call it by what it is, a fruitcake uh, view or however he said it. But I think also that uh, Barack Obama knows exactly what he's doing. Uh, he, he doesn't have much of the knowledge of the Bible, obviously, but he knows what he's doing. And... Uh, Americans are, there's so many Americans that will just, are tagging along after him like uh, the Pied Piper. And that's exactly what I see him as, just leading us into destruction. And uh, if, if we keep, you know, if we follow him, because he is way off base, uh, off base uh, as far as the Christian Judeo- 
Judeo uh, values are concerned, and for him to make a statement like that proves it. All right, let's go. Thank you for that call, Alita. You know, let's go to Dr. Dobson and Tom Minry because uh, the show was broadcast today. Again, you can hear this again on KCBI tonight at 8 o'clock. You ought to hear the whole program. But let's go to where they talk about Barack Obama and biblical authority. Which passages of Scripture should guide our public policy? Should we go with uh, Leviticus, which uh, suggests slavery is okay, and that eating uh, shellfish is an abomination? Or we could go uh, with uh, Deuteronomy, which suggests stoning your child if he strays from the faith? Or should we just stick to the Sermon on the Mount, a passage that is so radical that it's doubtful that our own Defense Department would survive its application. We, so before we get carried away, let's read our Bibles now. Folks haven't been reading their Bible. That kind of commentary drives me crazy. It's almost willful to confuse the dietetic laws of the Old Testament that applied to the Israelites, to suggest that the Levitical law governing stoning of a belligerent, drunkard son somehow applies to the church age, the New Testament. Even that, his reference to that son was if he leaves the faith. That's not what the Scripture says. He says we ought to read the Bible. I think he ought to read the Bible. That's right. That's Deuteronomy 21, and that's a very compacted description of how to handle a child who has uh, greatly embarrassed himself, greatly embarrassed the family, has sworn off of the uh, faith of his fathers. And remember, this was at a time when the Israelites had just left 400 years of slavery. The Lord was trying to purify them, trying to create a holy nation, his chosen people, and laws that applied to them then, the Levitical Code, the dietary laws, no longer apply Many of the principles in the Old Testament apply, but not those laws. And it seems that he's willfully trying to confuse people with what Jesus said in the New Testament. He's equating that with the Sermon on the Mount. And you remember more recently, he quoted the Sermon on the Mount, cited the Sermon on the Mount as justifying same-sex marriage. So it seems that he is vastly confused about the details of biblical exposition, yet he's painting himself in this highly religious uh, aura. And then says, go read the Bible. People don't read the Bible. I mean, as though he's some kind of biblical authority. All right, all the major headline news organizations today uh, talking about Dr. James Dobson today on his program. You've just heard a soundbite from his program critiquing Barack Obama, saying that he's deliberately distorting the Scripture, he has a confused theology, and Obama has a fruitcake understanding of the Constitution. We want to know what you think. We've got Marlon on the line from Arlington. What's your view of this? Hi, Jerry and Penna. How are you guys doing? Great. What do you think of all this? Well, I totally wholeheartedly agree with Dr. Dobson. And, uh, you know, I've been listening to Obama, and I have, I have a sister in New York that if the phone could choke me, she would choke me. Because she agrees, she's voting for Obama basically <laughs> on the preface that he's black. And I'm like, what does he stand for? If he's, he's a Christian, he is totally anti-Christian. He's anti-America. He is pretty much 
just blows with the wind. I mean, him and Oprah could be in the same pot. That's really a good point. Uh, let's go back to the phones. We've got to get these calls in. Amy is in Rockwall. Amy, thanks for calling in. You're welcome. I was just calling just because I am so excited that um, the truth is coming out about him. When, Me too. Um, when he was running for office between him and Hillary, I was so nervous. I do have to say that I am an African-American Christian, and maybe if Colin Powell had run, I would be a little more comfortable, but I've been just very worried about him from the beginning, about Barack Obama. Jesus said that his followers are the ones who obey his Father's will, who do the will of the Father in heaven. And as far as um, homosexuality goes, it's not just referenced in um, Romans. You go back to the law of first mention, it's way back in Exodus. It comes back again in Leviticus, and I don't know how many other times it comes back again, but you look at Sodom and, G- and Gomorrah, and um, it's just there, there's just no question. And it's not just homosexuality, it's just fornication in general. Murder Murder is breaking God's law. Um, fornication is an aberration against God's law, and even worse, homosexuality is. Amy. And um, he's, just, you, he's a poser, and I've just had this horrible feeling that if he got the chance, he would ruin our country. And I've always thought he would do it on purpose. But, you know, I could be mistaken. I'm so glad Dr. Dobson is voicing his opinion. Amy, I think when Ralph Hall retires out there in Rockwall, you yeah. need to run for Congress. I like the way you talk about these issues. we got to go, Amy. Thank you for calling. Let's go to Kimberly in Fort Worth. Kimberly, what's your view on Dobson versus Obama? I agree with Dr. Dobson. Um, the previous caller just really just hit everything on the head. I was the same way with Hillary and Obama running. I was on nervous, very nervous, listening to the young people just rally all behind him. And I'm like, they're not listening to his morals. They're not listening to what he stands for. What he stands for and what he's speaking about totally goes against everything. The homosexuality, the abortion, and the gay marriages. I'm just like, oh, my goodness. They're just, I, I am an Afro-American, but I'm like, I would not vote for him. I don't want to vote for him. And I'm just really telling, you know, people that I talk to every day, and they're like, but he's black. I'm like, Ian, what does he stand for? Mm. Are he you also, are you also, us. are you black, Kimberly, as well? Yes, I am. That's three callers we've mm-hmm. had who are, are black who say, I've got moral and ethical concerns with this candidacy. Thank you for calling, They're looking Kimberly. at his position and not yes, at his race. Yes. Well, we got Brent on the line from Cleburne. Brent, what's your view of this? Uh, well, thank you, Jerry, for uh, taking my call. I really agree with uh, most of the callers here so far that, that uh, Barack Obama is totally misrepresenting the Bible and that, that, uh, that he just, it's, it's unbelievable that, that he could say those things and, it just really sounds like he is trying to confuse people. Um, just, I just have to pray, pray that God will open his eyes and, and that one day he'll he'll see the light and, and the truth will set him free as well. Hey, thanks, Brent. Let's move on to Don from Hearst. Don, you got about thirty seconds, and we're up on a hard uh, break. What do you think? Oh, I, I think that uh, we're worrying about the wrong things. I think this is a man that is a wolf in sheep's clothing. The whole thing is simply set out to disarm Christian uh, arguments that belong in the United States and in America and as part of our country. That's mm. it. Hey, thanks, Don. Well, uh, boy, we have tons of sound from this program today. We've got tons of uh, Obama sound. We're going to try to pick through it during the break and give you the best stuff. Now, we have a black pastor coming on uh, after the break, and uh, we're going to ask him about Obama on homosexuality, uh, Obama on abortion, Obama on gay marriage, 
We're going to find out what this black pastor has to say. This is Jerry Johnson Live with Pennedexter, the breaking news story today. Dr. James Dobson comes out critiquing Barack Obama. He says Obama is deliberately distorting the Scripture. He has a confused theology and a fruitcake understanding of the Constitution. What do we make of this? This is Jerry Johnson Live with Pennedexter. We'll be right back. I thought my life was too busy for me to get a master's degree. But Chriswell College makes it easy. Did you know that you can now get a Master of Divinity degree in just one day a week? If I can fit this into my schedule, I know you can too. Come to Chriswell College on Mondays and increase your education for more effective ministry. With concentrations in pastoral ministry, evangelism, Jewish studies, counseling, philosophy, and more, you can build your personal ministry with a master's degree or go on to get your doctorate. You'll study with some of the most distinguished professors in the nation and get plenty of hands-on experience outside the classroom. All it takes is one day a week. Come join me and my friends on the Criswell College campus and get your Master of Divinity degree. One day, one place. The new MDiv Monday program at Criswell College. Call us at 800-899-0012 or check us out at criswell.edu. Invest in God's kingdom and in yourself through the Criswell College. See us on the web at criswell.edu. That's criswell.edu. You're listening to Jerry Johnson Live. Now here's your host, Dr. Jerry Johnson, president of Criswell College and Criswell Communications. Seven out of ten Americans with a religious affiliation told us that they believed that many religions, and not just their own, can lead to eternal life. All right, that's John Green with the Pew Forum on Religion and Public Life. And there's a major poll out today, front page story in the Dallas Morning News, article by Jeffrey Weiss, that uh, Americans do not believe in absolute truth, especially when it comes to religion. And I cannot think of a better personification of that than this speech we've been listening to by Barack Obama. Again, breaking news story today. Dr. James Dobson comes out with a major critique of Barack Obama on the issue of church and state, on the issue of what the Bible says about so-called gay marriage. All right, Dr. Johnson, I think it's great uh, that we have our next guest. He is Bishop Harry Jackson. He's a black pastor in Maryland. He's the chairman of the High Impact Leadership Coalition and the author of The Truth in Black and White. Uh, Bishop Jackson, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Great to be with you. Well, it's good to have you. Of course, we've spent our whole show talking about Dr. Dobson's critique of Barack Obama's interpretation of scriptures. And, you know, uh, some uh, African-American evangelicals are supporting Obama simply because he's black, but many don't. We found that out with some of our callers today. What are you seeing? Well, I'm seeing a lot of people are supporting him because he's black. And uh, they basically give this excuse, and, and I'm not a, a, I'm a supporter, uh, and I believe that he stands against too many things that the word is clear on, and I'd be throwing my vote away to vote for him. That, with that being said, they often think that the politicization or the over-identification with the Republican Party on issues like abortion and same-sex marriage means that you and I are not sincere. They feel like it's a political gambit, that in reality, nothing is going to change concerning abortion, nothing is going to change about same-sex marriage. And so they feel, like many African Americans, that righteousness and justice are two parts of this equation, 
in the Bible, and they feel as though everybody's forgotten the justice part of the Bible. Mm. And there's a little truth to that, meaning that evangelicals have historically not grabbed hold of the idea of helping the poor and many other things uh, that should be a part of the whole package. But I think that it's time that we, and the reason I wrote this book, The Truth in Black and White, that we as black, whites, and Hispanics come together once again with a short list of Bible uh, priorities that we can impact uh, in our generation, but we can't throw life and family under the bus in order to wow. uh, receive the, the huxtable vision of America, if I can take <laughs> that way. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, I want to have you back on to talk about this book, because I think that's a fascinating two-dimensional uh, approach that really could be a winner for the United States of America. But Bishop Jackson, as a pastor, as a preacher, I do want to get to the substance of this thing with Dobson today. Now, sure. I want you to listen now. We're going to listen to two sound bites of Obama. This one's about 50 seconds, but I want you to hear Obama on gay marriage. I'm going to ask you to respond. Uh, I will tell you that I don't believe in gay marriage, um, uh, but I do think that uh, people who are gay and lesbian should be treated with dignity and respect and that the state should not discriminate against them. So uh, a, I believe in civil unions that allow a uh, same-sex couple to visit each other in a hospital or uh, transfer property to each other. Uh, I don't think it, uh, it should be called marriage, but I think that it is a legal right that they should have that is recognized by the state. If people find that controversial, uh, then I would just refer them to the Sermon on the Mount, um, which I think you know is, for, in my mind, for my faith, uh, more central than uh, an obscure passage in Romans. All right, this is Jerry Johnson Live. We're talking with Bishop Harry Jackson. He's written the, written the book, The Truth in Black and White. Bishop Jackson, uh, I will add to this that Barack Obama was asked about these gay marriages in California, so-called, last week, and right. he said he had no problem with those gay marriages. What's your response to his theological point, pitting the Apostle Paul against the Sermon on the Amount? Well, obviously he has an issue with the inerrancy of Scripture. Hmm. Anybody who's sat in Jeremiah Wright's church for 20 years uh, can't be that well up on the Scriptures that much. <laughs> uh, that's, that's a mean thing to say, but it, it simply is the truth. Um, so therefore, he takes out uh, the idea that Paul is somehow less inspired than is Jesus, and we know that the whole Scripture is what the Word of God. We also, he discounts the fact that Paul was given a historical account in Romans 1 about how man has fallen away from God, mm. and how we wound up in this mess that we're in now, morally, as a culture, as a people, who need to be saved. And Paul is going somewhere, as you know, ultimately, that all have come short of the glory of God, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, and he's trying to lead people back to the way of salvation. So Obama clearly doesn't get it. His scriptures are, scriptural understanding is aberrant, and um, ultimately, I think he is a classical liberal who wants to do good, and he wants to reach out and love toward gay people, but it will be at the detriment of our society. So, wrong theology and wrong application. 
Uh, we're talking to Bishop Harry Jackson. He's chairman of the High Impact Leadership Coalition. He's written the book, The Truth in Black and White. Bishop Jackson, I only have about 45 seconds, but you began to talk about the good news of the gospel. We've got listeners today who may not know their sins are forgiven, may not know if they're Christians, may not know if they died, they would go to heaven. Could you finish that story of how someone could know their sins are forgiven? Well, if they believe on Jesus, that Jesus substitutionarily paid the price for our sin at Calvary, and based on his sacrifice, we can enter into a relationship with God that will transform our lives. It starts with recognizing what Jesus did, number two, repenting for where, the way we've lived, and number three, receiving Jesus into our hearts. And if they'll do that based on the Word of God, they can be born again, and it'll be like turning on the lights in a dark room that all of a sudden we'll begin to see the things we've been tripping over and stumbling over for years, and we'll come into union and relationship with the true and the living God. All right, let's make a deal. Bishop Harry Jackson, you'll come back. We'll talk about this book, The Truth in Black and White. Can we do it? Dr. Johnson, I'd love to do it. We'll just set a time, and we'll come back. All right. Very good. Thank you. Thank you for being with us today. Now, let me remind you, folks, we did not get to all this sound. It's a fascinating show. Uh, If you're a KCBI listener, 8 o'clock tonight. If you're listening on the web, just get back on the web again, kcbi.org, 8 o'clock tonight, Central Time. You can hear the entire Dobson interview. One of the pieces of sound we'll get to later is... um, the Christian nation piece, because he said America's not a Christian nation any more than it's a Muslim or a Hindu or an atheistic nation. And uh, I have huge problems with that kind of a statement. But it's great to hear Bishop Jackson come back to the from the news today to the good news that Christ died for our sins according to the Scripture. He was buried. Three days later, he was raised from the dead. If you repent of your sins and admit that you've sinned, You want God to change your life. You look to Jesus Christ. You believe in Jesus Christ. You come to Jesus Christ by faith, and you will be saved. This is Jerry Johnson Live with Pennedexter. See you tomorrow. You've been listening to Jerry Johnson Live, a Christian worldview radio show. Join Dr. Jerry Johnson, president of Criswell College and Criswell Communications, Monday through Friday at 5 p.m., for an hour of relevant discussion of news and culture from a Christian perspective.